Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, Australian vaccine hope. A coronavirus jab made in Queensland showing promising signs. Border showdown. The New South Wales and Queensland premiers to face off at National Cabinet over their heated border dispute. Victoria's hotel quarantine scandal claims another scalp. The health department boss becomes the third big name to be forced out. And wild weather on the way, thunderstorms, a heatwave and high fire danger all forecast. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Australia's leading COVID vaccine trial is showing promising results with early indications the jab is safe. The University of Queensland vaccine is producing crucial virus neutralising antibodies and looks to be especially effective in the elderly. Health Minister Greg Hunt will today inspect UQ's lab where the trials are ahead of schedule. National Cabinet will also meet later to discuss who will be first in line for a jab once one becomes available. National Cabinet is also set to discuss Australia's ongoing border battle as well as a plan for international travel. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What can we expect from today's meeting? Morning, Jody. Well, state and territory leaders are expected to continue discussions about reopening state borders by Christmas, with a particular emphasis to be placed on Queensland and Western Australia. The border battle has long been a decisive topic at National Cabinet, with today's meeting set to be the first since Anastasia Palaszczuk's re-election last month. Ms Palaszczuk has said she will continue to follow health advice as to when to remove the hard border, but tourism operators have issued this dire warning. Queensland has to have a good hard look and say let's get these borders open. Frankly if we don't get the borders open before peak season here in, here in Queensland it's going to be commercial suicide. The leaders will also discuss a plan to kickstart international travel with Prime Minister Scott Morrison saying Australia is currently in talks with Japan, Korea and Pacific Island nations about establishing wider travel bubbles. He did however warn the government would proceed cautiously given the rising case numbers in Europe and the United States. Jody, Understandable. OK, thanks Taylor. Victoria's botched hotel quarantine program has claimed another scalp, this time the head of the state Department of Health and Human Services. Kim Peake quit yesterday after the inquiry into the failed scheme heard the department was in charge of it. She was one of many public servants who appeared at the inquiry, claiming she didn't know who made the decision to use security guards instead of police to monitor returned travellers. 
Meantime, the state government may be forced to relax even more COVID rules if Victoria today records its 14th straight day of zero cases. Under the original roadmap to recovery, hitting the 14-day mark would trigger major changes to restrictions. The revised roadmap allows for private gatherings of 10 people from November 23, but Premier Daniel Andrews could increase that to 20. Doctors and nurses are warning Western Australia's COVID-free status could be, comp could be compromised when the state's hard border falls. WA will welcome travellers from all states and territories except New South Wales and Victoria at midnight tonight. But unions say the health system isn't ready and they're calling for urgent fit testing of personal protective equipment. I should not be standing here in front of Royal Perth you know, begging for fit testing. On a mine site, you wouldn't be mining today if you didn't have the right safety gear, no one would be allowed to touch the equipment. Travellers won't be required to quarantine if they pass an airport health check. Gangland widow Roberta Williams has been committed to stand trial over accusations she threatened to kill a reality TV producer. Ms Williams is accused of trying to tie a cable around the neck of Ryan Numenko in a Collingwood office. She and five others allegedly bashed him to extort money. The former wife of Carl Williams has pleaded not guilty to the crime. The trial is expected to last a month. A man remains under police guard in a Sydney hospital after allegedly shooting his son-in-law in the neck during a violent family feud. Police say they found the 74-year-old in the middle of a heated argument with the 51-year-old victim when they arrived at the Barunga home yesterday. In attending the scene, they challenged both parties uh, to make sure that uh, any potential firearms were secured. The 51-year-old suffered a gunshot wound to the neck while his father-in-law has cuts on his face. They were both taken to Royal North Shore Hospital in a stable condition. Queenslanders are being warned to prepare for extreme weather with thunderstorms, a heatwave and high fire danger all on the way. A severe weather warning is in place for the state's northwest today, but storms are forecast across large parts of Queensland, including Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Temperatures are then expected to soar in the far north and southeast, triggering a very high fire danger rating tomorrow. Sydney is also in for a possible storm today following a burst of heat yesterday. Showers will be heavy and strong winds are forecast along most of the New South Wales coast. The wet weather will then clear over the weekend with Monday set to be a scorcher. The temperature is expected to rocket to 33 degrees in the city and 41 in the west. Victoria is bracing for hot weather too. A top of 33 degrees is forecast for Melbourne on Sunday. A special investigator has been appointed to prosecute allegations of war crimes committed by Australian troops overseas. The Prime Minister says details of a report into the Special Forces' conduct to be released next week is very disturbing and must be dealt with under Australian law. This will be difficult and hard news for Australians, I can assure you. Such conduct must be held accountable in our justice system to ensure the lessons are learned and these events are never repeated. Victoria Cross recipient Ben Robert Smith says it's heartening the matters will be examined based on evidence rather than on unsubstantiated rumours. The former wife of rock legend Angry Anderson has shown extraordinary forgiveness after their son's best friend was found guilty of his manslaughter. In emotional scenes at court, Liam Anderson's mother Lindy embraced his killer. It's not win all the way around. 
But you obviously forgive Matthew. Yeah, I do. Matthew Flame will be sentenced next month. A local footballer who was caught on CCTV dragging a nurse off a Melbourne street has apologised to his victim, but he can't explain why he attacked the woman as she walked through the city to work. Jackson Williams said nothing as he left the county court, but to his victim, one word, sorry. The 21-year-old wrote this nurse an apology letter two years after grabbing her from behind and dragging her into a CBD alley as she walked to work. He then fled before an off-duty police officer heard her screams. The impact on the victim has been profound and long-lasting and ongoing. I mean, it shattered her world and her sense of safety. The court heard Williams has a low IQ, social anxiety and problems with alcohol. A psychologist testified he couldn't explain his motivations for the attack. A sign prosecutors argued proved he showed no remorse. By the time he'd been found guilty, Williams had already turned 21, meaning he will be sentenced as an adult. But that was due to court delays as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, a fact the judge will take into consideration during sentencing. He faces a maximum five years behind bars. He'll learn his fate next Wednesday. Jody Lee, 7 News. Breakthrough technology is set to help Australian researchers take a major step forward in cancer treatment. A world-first centre is being set up in Sydney to help see how cells interact with the immune system as it happens. Delving beneath the surface to look deep inside tumours. New technology allowing researchers to see how cancer cells move around in real time. Traditional approaches to studying cancers in the immune system have really only ever involved taking um, a snapshot in time. And so what we really need to do is to see how these interactions change over time. Normally a biopsy would be examined, but specifically designed microscopes will allow experts to see how cancer cells are able to either fight or be overcome by the immune system using living organisms. Forming part of a world-first imaging centre at the Garvin Institute, supported by the Australian Cancer Research Foundation. Researchers want to solve the mystery as to why patients with some kinds of cancers, such as melanoma, can get positive results from immunotherapy, while other types of cancers don't. The hope is for more effective and widespread treatments. Deborah Davis was diagnosed with melanoma in 2014. I was given three weeks to live. She became one of the first in Australia to take immunotherapy drugs. Six years later, she's still in remission. Saving lives is what it's all about. Nina Stevens, 7 News. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New Zealand has recorded its first mystery case of coronavirus in three months. The infection has triggered the government to ask people who work and live in Auckland to stay home while the investigations continue. 
the economic consequences of being in a position where we are facing more draconian measures because of more widespread transmission would be much worse than that. Health authorities are genome testing the infection to try to establish a link to other cases. Tropical Storm Eta has brought heavy rain to Florida's west coast as it made landfall for a fourth time. The system, which briefly strengthened to hurricane conditions, weakened when it lashed the Tampa Bay area. Almost 21,000 homes have been left without power. This is the dramatic moment two police officers in Wisconsin pull an intoxicated driver to safety from a burning car. Police say the man was unable to free himself after crashing the vehicle. The 32-year-old driver, who received minor cuts and burns, was later charged. The officers weren't injured. Prince Charles is proving he's not afraid to try something new, launching a luxury, sustainable fashion range. The 71-year-old says he believes it's utter madness to have a throwaway approach to clothing. Made up of 18 pieces, the collection will include 10 items for women and 8 for men, with prices ranging from around $700 to over $2,000. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading down, the Nasdaq is also down, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, the All Lords closed lower yesterday and the ASX 200 also fell. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,881 US dollars an ounce, oil is 42 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.6 US cents, 76 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. The truck driver accused of killing four Victorian police officers on the Eastern Freeway has been prevented from pleading guilty due to a court delay. Mohinder Singh is ready to admit responsibility for the horrific April crash, but his crimes have been deemed so serious they've now been moved to the Supreme Court. Sanitising your shopping trolley by hand could soon be a thing of the past. In an Australian first, an Adelaide supermarket has installed a sanitising unit which does the work for you. It sprays a light mist that kills coronavirus and other germs. The machines could soon be made in Australia and rolled out to other supermarkets as well as hospitals and airports. Joe Biden is laying out the groundwork for his transition to the White House, but Donald Trump remains defiant and is refusing to hand over presidential intelligence briefings to his successor. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood, who's at the White House this morning. David, the president doesn't appear to be budging anytime soon. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, the president is still digging in and now there are rumblings from some Republicans that if the president-elect Joe Biden is not given those crucial intelligence briefings, then they uh, will intervene by tomorrow. Uh, the incoming Biden team is still being blocked at every turn by this Trump administration. The president ceding nothing, going on another Twitter rampage this morning, again questioning the validity of that election result, but also today railing against his former friends over at the Fox News Network. Now, this weekend, a Trump-style rally is forecast for Washington, but look, it appears the world is just moving on without Donald Trump at this point. A cavalcade of world leaders continue to line up to uh, give their congratulations to the incoming president, uh, Joe Biden, among them the Pope, but also the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. 
There is no question about the uh, robustness of the US democracy, something that none of us ever lose faith in. Here in Australia, we, we, we very much look forward to working with you. We're, we, uh, we are stewards. Uh, we will be together, Mr President-elect, of, uh, of a great and, and wonderful partnership. Now, one of the biggest challenges for that incoming Biden administration will, of course, be the uh, coronavirus pandemic currently gripping America. Another record yesterday, 144,000 cases, a daily record here in America as the country now braces for an explosion in hospitalisations. Jody. OK, David, thank you. In sport, New South Wales Origin winger Josh Addo-Carr is looking set to remain at Melbourne next season after being denied a move to the West Tigers. The Blues star helped his side secure a game two win, scoring two tries. There's good news for Payne Haas and Tino Farsua Malawi, who are free to resume hostilities after escaping with fines for their stoush. Their aggression, that's what, you know, that's what it's all about. I'm, I'm glad there's not 17 of them in each team. That could be a bit scary. But yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was great. New South Wales will play the Queensland Maroons in a do-or-die decider next Wednesday at Suncorp Stadium. Sharing a private jet to Sydney, some of our biggest Aussie stars emerged late yesterday afternoon, followed by Virat Kohli's Indian squad. The fierce rivals travelled together from the UAE after the Indian Premier League tournament. King Kohli and his loyal subjects will now quarantine at Sydney Olympic Park for a fortnight, ahead of one of the most anticipated home summers in recent memory. Now the Shield Hub's done, I can lock my eyes onto India and what, what they're going to throw at us. Rising stars Cameron Green and Will Pukowski were named part of the 17-man squad with the first test at Adelaide Oval on December 17. The Western Bulldogs have finished strong in the AFL trade period after securing Adam Trelaw in the last minutes and holding on to Josh Dunkley. Trelaw's arrival came as the Bulldogs retained contracted midfielder Dunkley, knocking back Essendon's final offer of pick seven and a future second round selection. The Kangaroos received one of the biggest bargains, securing Collingwood J Collingwood's Jaden Stevenson. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are causing thundery showers stretching from the Northern Territory into Queensland and New South Wales. High pressure is keeping WA settled. Around the capitals today, a possible thunderstorm in Brisbane heading for a top of 29 degrees. The same in Sydney, 27. Canberra, a possible shower and 23 the top. Melbourne, 21 with a possible shower. A late shower for Hobart, 22 the top. Adelaide heading for 19 degrees and mostly sunny. Perth, rain and 23. And a most Mostly sunny day for Darwin, heading for 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 13th of November 2020.